Yes, Amuna is our future with inner war and resolved peace, peaceful resolve. This is the peaceful resolve that we are taking in this special class today, important episode of Amuna is our future weekly classes in our wonderful studio in Jerusalem, in Yushalayim. Thank God we have the war within and the peaceful resolve. We all know what it's referring to. Thank God someone gave us a blessing. Hashem bless the world with a peace of resolution to the war in Ukraine and other things they mentioned. We're not going to say it here because you don't even want to go there. But the idea is that it should all come to a resolution of peace. This is today's class. And that means we have to really focus in on a peaceful focus. But first, before we can get to peace, we first have to deal with our realities. That We have to face our stuff, face the camera. Yes, I was asked to look more in the Breslev.com camera so you guys can see the focus I'm giving you on the website. Thank God they got more consistent now. They're posting weekly. Some, some of the classes, one of them is almost a thousand views. That's the way we do it. Got to get everything moving here in a better way. And thank God things are improving. Ideally, ideally one day I pray that we'll all be hooked up like the Rav and the other classes we do will be through one camera. But in the meanwhile, while we're still in this process stage of development, we have our YouTube, we have our Facebook, thank God, both live, and we have our online edited version going on YouTube and all the other platforms as well as our website Brezlov.com. We have our Brez of Israel podcast and the goal is to bring a light of energy of United Souls of Amuna that can bring us to a good place where we can be successful in our wars that go on within. It first have to realize that before we look into the news and into the external world around us which is filled with current chaos and challenges we first have to organize ourselves. It's a very wise process that Stephen Covey brought out in his books on the seven habits, that you first have to have the public victory. You first have to have the private victory before you can get to the public victory. Very important. You've, people tend, and as I accidentally slipped there, we tend towards the public first, especially nowadays. We tend towards what people are going to think of us. You know, personally, I have have been given classes for many years in different forms. There's a lot of classes of mine, if you ever want to go there, on SoundCloud, where I gave classes in Yeshiva, which this week I had the pleasure to be at Ashrenu, Yeshiva Ashrenu. It was a wonderful Shabbaton that we had with Nissen Black and the and his family, the Black family, the Brown family from Yosef Brown. They spoke beautifully, always connecting, always very deep. We go on a journey together as friends, and we were able to inspire the Yeshiva, the students, the whole team there was very inspirational. Rosh Shiva, Rabbi Yudin, get a lot of positive energy over there in Beit Shemesh, Baruch Hashem. And um, it was something which yearly I enjoy. And one of the discussions that came up was this concept of, one, preparing for Purim, getting ourselves into the right mindset for the spiritual time we're in, because we did have Shalsavarachim Chodesh Adashaini, which, thank God, I was blessed to hold the Torah and be the Chazan. It's unusual for me to have that honor. I was able to bless the people there, and hopefully as a Kohen also, and Musaf. I got to do Musaf. I don't usually get to do these things, so I'm hoping that the prayers that I put out as a Shliach Sibor, and we have to understand what does it mean to be a Shliach Sibor, to be the aged of the community, of the shul, to be the one who's standing there, the chazan, at the Amud, to represent 
that we have to realize that before we can get to that public opportunity, we first have to have that inner private victory of soul, of understanding. And that's why Shabbos is so important. It gives you the ability to internalize who you are. And after years, thank God, over 20-something years of being in the Holy Land and being next to friends of mine like Eliezer Kosoy, who was here just yesterday in the studio performing beautifully. We were roommates in Osamech. His room was just over the thing. We He put up beautiful sayings all over our dorms in Osamech. We did a lot, a lot of inner work, a lot of growth in those beginning days in Eretz Israel over 20 years ago before we were both married and thankfully my wife had the merit to help bring about his shidduch with his wife. They were together also very close, both both wives very close in Neve. So we have a continuation of that journey yesterday with what we're doing, that inner music, that inner clarity that Rev. Dainal God gave us with the idea of charity and how we can do it with soul and how we can connect and understand the current external challenge of what's going on in the Ukraine and Russia. And we know that these external challenges are really revelations within, that there's a war going on within each of us on an individual level, on a soul level. So when I was standing holding the Torah and I was blessing on Israel that we should be blessed with L'chaim, Tovim, L'sholem, that we should have a chodesh, a new month to come, that we should have peace, but it should be a life of goodness, a life of content that makes sense and is purposeful and gives us ability to fulfill our purpose. We talk about many times, I've already brought out all the classes of uh, the 10 habits of truly effective Jews that or Jews that I brought taught in Ashrena all those years ago. I've already brought them here into the studio in in the Shabbatim time and other times of year where we have that pattern of seven and ten. And I already brought down those ten classes. Thank God very clearly from Stephen Covey how we explain it in a deeper level, even than he explained it. But the concept of first fixing yourself is hopefully what we accomplished during Shabbatim Tat during these pastures of Shmos. We are in the thank God in the safer Shmos, the safer of Exodus movements of God's people yeah we're going to get back to the promised land thank God everyone listening tuning in get that energy get that feeling of excitement as we climax the safer Geula as it's called by the Ramban the idea of, of, of Nachmanides explains and he has a special beautiful prayer of Geula of redemption at the end we're strengthening ourselves as we finish this safer redemption we've hopefully done a lot of inner work during these parshas and that and especially Shmos is uh, the whole the whole safer has within it the eights of Shobavim and Tat this year the extension with Truman Tzavah and we had Kisisa Viaka last week and now we're in Pakudi we're now in the meeting with Hashem we're now having that Shemona Esrei. There's 18, 19 times. It says in this week's Pasha that Hashem commanded Moshe connected to the Shemona Esrei. This is the Amida prayer, the standing prayer that we have three times a day in, in, in the weekdays of Shachas Min Chamarev. Everyone should be Zohar, please God, to, the, to pray during those three different times of day to connect themselves to the Bona Shalom. And we connect our all our being, the 18 parts of the spine, all the way from the mind back to all the way to the how we act in the world that we connect our whole human essence to Hashem, our mind, to our to our being, into the world through the Shemana Esrei, through the Chai, through the Chiyas, the energy it brings, and be able to fix up all the negative forces through the 19th Brocha. But the concept is that we're blessing every day and connecting in to this kind of energy. We have to realize, 
And once again, I remind you guys, you have to tune in. You have to, you know, give over the feedback here online while I'm in the class so that I can talk to you live and get this out there, share it live, make make it real for people out there to tune in in a real way, in real time. And to remember there was so much good stuff going on, thank God, in this holy, holy studio in the Breslov Israel offices and Chuchel Chesed, thank God we thank the Rav. And we always put out to feel and dedicate our classes to Sholem Ben Yamna. Shalom Ben Yamna is, is the name of the Rav. Everyone should keep praying not to forget that name. Also dedicate my class to Purushlam and my mother. I had good news. But thank God she's doing much better. Thank God it was good news. And hopefully we pray and pray and pray that she'll be Zolchit to merit to visit the Holy Land, to join us here. It would be such an honor to see my family finally make it here. Eretz Israel is opening up. I think it's March the 1st, it's tomorrow. I'm right. So we're going to have an open air. So you can come to the Holy Land now without vaccination. Yes, vaccination, whichever the rules are. But you can come. It's open. No more, hopefully, problems on the border. Everyone's welcome. I know there are issues in Ukraine. So there probably are issues generally with flying and people are nervous. But I do believe that I don't know if that's affecting the, the ability to enter the Holy Land. And we hope, we hope, and that's part of this class, that we're praying that by doing the inner work, by facing our stuff, by fighting for our survival literally you know i was at a meeting today with a family member and we see this child fighting for their survival in the innocence that it's the key to the whole journey thank god we provide a support network and we help that person but the point is it's a fight from the inside you see the struggle how important it is to work out your issues to to speak to professionals to speak to people who are experts to get, listen to the content that helps support a healthy work through and then you have the strength hopefully with prayer and ispodidus and amuna and thank god this person does have all that to be able to then overcome the struggles of women and it's amazing thing is a friend said to me at a rechim or one of these uh, wonderful arachim seminars that one of the pers- people there said and this is an important quote i don't want anyone to forget this quote and uh, you guys it's up to you once again to share this so other people should hear it this quote is important. A f- bunch of fathers of Balit Shuva were standing, I mean them themselves, Balit Shuva, people who've come back to Hashem, you know, later on in life, like myself, uh, 18, 19, uh, these people at other times, but we all share that common thread. And I wasn't there in person, but my friend was telling me he was there. And they're all saying, you know, it's such a challenge with the children nowadays, and they're all going through such struggles. So what, what did one of the tatis say, one of the fathers say? He said, I'm not so worried about my kids at this point i'm worried about me staying on the deck which is a pretty funny comment you know but actually very profound to our challenges in our generation as much as we need to put energy into our children and help them and their children's children we have to think and this was an important point that were of yy jacobson or veloski and other people in the project inspire brought down this week the idea that the generations to come are going to be affected by the sins we're making now and it's all to do with our individual processing of our inner struggles to be able to contain ourselves this is something i was showing this in black this shabbos from rav biederman it says what's true wealth what is wealth everyone wants to know how are you going to get the money you know we're talking about charity and doing kindness and and giving your mice some money and the machitas shekel campaign we've got and all these wonderful things we're doing over here in our muna tour platforms amunalive.com you can partner there all these amazing things really how do you get the money so what's the true wealth the true wealth is to be to be happy with what you have and self-control to be able to control yourself because it's all well and good if someone's got 
abundant wealth, thank God, which we pray for in abundance, which in our generation, most people compared to all the generations before, we would consider a basic, per, a, you know, basic income is abundance from all the generations before, like even a king and queen from from a few hundred years back, we dreamed to have some of the immediate, you know, the things we have like showers and baths and and ability to just heat up water and electricity and warmth and heaters and mikvahs and all the things we have that previous generations wish they could just be able to just have so on tap, literally. And, you know, the shops and the way everything, the whole infrastructure of life, the way human life has become. If we think about it, and you know, it's something that the Schmooze Rabbi talks about a lot, we are wealthy in our generation in a tremendous way, but to be wealthy truly is to be to be happy with what we have, that means to thank Hashem, like we learn from our voice, constantly say thank you Hashem, thank you Hashem, to constantly thank Hashem, thank our Creator, thank the Bon Hashem, thank all the people in our life who do so much kindness for us, the support team here, to thank my wife, my children, my family, my parents, all the people to have a chorus of Torah, the meter of constantly thanking, and then we get to the realization when we're when we're in such a state of mind that we realize also self-control we've got this abundance we don't just go and like you know use that money for all kinds of luxuries or abundant overly eating we have to maintain a healthy diet healthy lifestyle keep balanced as the rambam talks about how we should if you look, look at all his advice in the, in in his holy books the safe chazaka and the, the mishnah Torah, over there you see that the amazing guidance of how a person should live in a healthy way, in a way that brings healthy mind, healthy soul, healthy emotion and well-being. This is the kind of path that the Siddiquim want us to go on, especially now we're in Chodesh Adah, Mishin Ignis Adah Marbim Basimcha. We have to, hopefully, especially now we're Adah Shani coming up this week, Thursday, Friday is already Shush Chodesh, Wednesday night already we're beginning with Yalav Yova, and we're already bringing a new energy of Ischadshus, of freshness into our Voda, and as we climax this year of Taf, Shin, Pei Base in the Chodoshim, we would climax from Chodesh Nissan to Nissan before we get to Chodesh Nissan, which is another month from now. We're already like reaching this 13th month, this Ibuyur, this leap year. And we're, instead of Purim already being this week, which it was, and it came up on my Facebook feed the last year, this time in the general calendar, it was already Purim this time, and there was all the pictures and stuff. This year, we're another whole month to prepare for the Dalit Parshas. And this week, even, we don't even have a Dalit Parshas. We've had Shkolem already. But this week, this Shabbos is a Panuya Shabbos. It's called a, like a sort of, I don't want to say empty, but a available Shabbos. It's not a Shabbos where we're going to read any of the Dalit Parshas. It's in between the Shkolem, the Yud and the K of Zoho. Parsha Zoho is going to be the following Shabbos when we're already now in Parshas Vayikra. And we'll talk about Vayikra and the Sefer Vayikra and all that means next week as we prepare ourselves, hopefully, please God, we get to join ourselves, we have to thank Hashem, that we get to go through these Parshas together, we get to go through these special times together, and understand that there's tremendous Kedusha right now in the Dalit Parshas, we're in the middle of Hashem Yisbarach, His name, the glorious name of Hashem, the creator of the world, the, tra- the concepts of all these different ways of Hashem expressing Himself in the world is coming out during this time, and that's the, that's the key to joy, the key to joy and increasing our joy, is to realize that Hashem is with us, that we have the creator of the world, we have the best backup, the best army, the best support system, the best of everything, like the, the Rav always talks about, we have a meeting, Bekude, we have a Bekida, with Hashem on a daily level, we have a Spodidus, so it's not just the three davenings every day, but we have the opportunity to talk to Hashem, 
directly the boss the biggest boss man there is everyone's so like enamored with these mafia bosses or the putin these big boss people realize we have the biggest boss of all i was just watching an interview with uh, lex friedman i think his name is with mark zuckerberg he's someone who i came across lex from Joe Rogan and Mark Zuckerberg, everybody knows. I mean, we're all busy right now we're on his platform, Facebook Live and Instagram and you know, all the different platforms, WhatsApp. We're all using his platforms that he created with such brilliance. And and obviously Geshem gave him so many tools of success that he could build such an empire of, of social media. And it was it was very interesting to see from him. You know, just right now we put up a picture of uh, Zelensky at the uh, the the president of, of Ukraine was at the Kotel with Rahara. Rav and they were together at the Western Wall praying together and there was a connection between the two of them so we put up that picture on the platforms I don't know I'm still working out if Facebook allowed us to promote that picture it allowed us to put it there but to promote it which we have to understand with Facebook you have to pay to play so if you want to <laughs> you want to play you have to pay so that that's part of the matter they didn't actually come up in the interview but what came up in the interview was very interesting because it's now meta and we, we made a joke about metas, like a similar word to death, which is interesting, but we hope, hope it won't lead to death. We want it to, to renew. Yeah, let's hope that all these things lead to, to renewed life and not to, God forbid, negative things. Because in the end, Mark Zuckerberg is a, is a Jewish person and he's a human and we want only good for people in the world. We're not trying to put anyone down. And even Lex asked him, you know, how does it feel to be one of the most hated people in, in, te in the technological world? And that's a hard question to be asked, you know, and be in such a position of responsibility as, as he is. And that's something else I wanted to mention. The importance of taking on responsibility, the importance of realizing that what we do here, how we speak, how we present Amunah, how we present Hashem's Torah, the Holy Torah from Hashem Yisbarach, Torah Kadosha, it's, it's a responsibility and maybe even more important than, you know, these giant technological apps. But in a way that we're working together in the end, that's our hope. That we're trying to use these platforms to inspire the world to a better place, to bring the world to a better place, a world of clarity, a world of truth, to realize it, but it's going to come from within. That's the key, the most important point. And that as much as he's coding and building all these external worlds, more and more the metaverse and building it out, building it out into larger, larger technology, if the inner reality is messed up, if the inner reality is not healthy, then God forbid what's going to go on outside in the public sector as this Rishusa Ramam has grown. So our job here is always to try to develop a very clear inner schedule, an inner strategy of what we're about. And that's why we constantly talk about the soul level. That's something which I believe, and I mentioned last week, the idea of anti-soulism. We have to fight the anti-Semitism. We have to fight the anti-soulism. Get that hashtag global, guys. Trend it. Anti-soulism. We have to come on the soul level. The united souls. Realize we're souls. We're all united. The people in Ukraine have souls. The people in Russia have souls. The world has souls. There's people I know who are making a wedding scene. They want to have their family from Russia to get to this place. You know, who knows how it's going to work out? We pray for them. It should work out smoothly. We pray for everybody that they should be able to travel. We pray for souls to unite, to unify, to have weddings, to have simchas, to have beautiful times together. Please, God, I hope personally I'd be able to travel to those simchas myself, to be a part of people's simchas, to be able to bring beautiful music, my unity bookings, hopefully, to help other people enable them to bring beautiful music and artists and creatives that we bring into our studio. Once again, we'd love to bring more and more musicians. We had a repeat, third time repeat from Elias Akosai. We wish Mazel Tov, Yosef Daniel, one of our most attended guests, had a baby girl. Please, God, would we want to bring in some new fresh, fresh energy here? So we hope maybe to Eddie Dax, try bringing him in, one of the Waterbury boys, or maybe with a 
a few friends. We've got other people we'd love to bring. We'd love to bring, hopefully, you know, there's a guy from Saudi. We mentioned in our previous Amuna class, there's a lot of wonderful people we'd love to bring to the class. We have to make it happen. So hopefully the next few days, with Hashem's help, you know, I'm having a meeting with someone. Um, I don't mind mentioning here, Dubi Shapiro. We'll bring him in, we'll invite him here. He's a very talented singer with Mordechai Shapiro, his brother. Um, he shouldn't just be known for that. He should be known for himself, just himself. His own music is excellent. But uh, that's one of the ways people do know him as the brother Mordechai Shapiro is also very talented. I'd love to bring him here. If you know Mordechai Shapiro, you know, I have his WhatsApp. I just WhatsApped yesterday Barry Weber. Why did I WhatsApp him? Because I wanted to give him credit. Actually, it was this morning, but it was American time that night. I hit him up at the end of the day because i knew he was busy with what with chabad unbelievable what they do c teen how do you guys see scene tonight? i had the merit and i think i mentioned it one time when i was dj for nissan black because i was his manager then and i helped organize his part of the event in 2017 i think the seating in times square and the shabaton and the big event on sunday like they did this year the same kind of format but it's amazing how much has developed since when we were there four or five years ago and nissan black actually did a, do a feature there through one of my family the video uh, song whenever whatever however it goes but the point was that Barry Weber, for example, I sent him just respect. He was able to perform in a Chabad environment, different, you know, he's a Chabad, he's a Hasidish guy, Hasidish Chazan, and he was able to perform with all the different styles and songs and requests that they asked him. He was performed the C-Teen time, very impressed with him. That someone from a different culture was able to enter into the Chabad world and connect, you know, even though I know we're all Jews, but there's always different skill sets, and I was just very impressed. So I sent him a big, you know, message of love and respect beautiful job strength to strength and he sent me a heart and they should do that for people if you see people doing well online it amazes me the lack of likes from people i know and people i connect with i know they see my content i know they watch it but they publicly almost never give me some love and it's interesting i mean i don't mind you know i, I mochle everybody and i'll keep giving them love publicly and everyone should be much there but there's certain people i you know i've been working with even i've done collaborative projects you know i worked with them for years and they haven't once liked almost maybe once they did if it was very relevant very much something that fits their branding or however they define what they like but it's such an easy thing just to like someone it doesn't mean that you know you've uh, you know committed anything you haven't shared it to your to your platform just like it at least that much you're here press like i i try personally i don't know if you see me online but i one i never get involved in any of the any of the controversy i never get involved in the politics i never try to get involved in any arguments i'm not trying to claim i know sources better than anybody or any like ego involved i'm just trying to connect to you guys from a soul level of connection and when i see something out there that's positive i'm going to give it a like i'm going to give some love help it grow help it it reach other people because that's part of the algorithm it helps the more people like the more it grows sometimes i'll share it also if i'm able to because i can't share everything but as much as i can i share other people's music other people's content for example nuriel's father it's like it's has put out a beautiful song i shared it you know dr peterson says something amazing i'll like it and share it you know the, the, it's amazing concepts he's he's he, in the in the general world it's amazing you know like joe rogan as well i see something he says he was talking about meat and I had a hamburger this week. I'm not really such a meat eater. And obviously the focus is on the meat, not the bun. The inner part, once again, the inner part. Before we can get to the to the outer, we have to first get the inner, eat the meat part. So the meat part was the main focus of my point. But Joe Rogan was saying that meat eating is a healthy, healthy aspect of how we 
can become a healthier people. Now, look, I'm sure there's different opinions about that. I'm not getting controversial. I don't know. But all I'm saying is that here and there, there's stuff you can share that you relate to or you're going through and you can be like, yeah. And you don't have to worry, hopefully, about this whole misinformation thing. You don't have to worry about this whole free speech issue. You can just focus in like on what really is a consistent content that builds bridges that connects people and that relates to people in a real way that we can all grow in a sensitive way that hopefully will lead to more peace and less conflict that's the idea that once we've had the inner war we've made the self-sacrifice this was just a discussion online but imagine inside you're dealing with all your issues your personal stuff you're dealing with your struggles with eating or right nowadays a lot of people struggling with their phone use and or you know the addiction aspect trying to get to sleep on time it's always a struggle for me personally being that i'm online a lot and being able to wake up in time go swimming which is what i did thank god today i made it on time for shacharis make it on time for putting on tefillin and saying shema these are important things have these muhammads have these wars within so that then you can achieve more success without it will affect your daily living because it comes from the private victory the inner victory the soul level before you can influence your outer experience and this is a mistake we mentioned many superstars and musicians or influence whatever they call them politicians all these kind of people they're all the time busy with controlling the external realities around them as much as they try to and then they get completely lost because you can never really control it because like we're seeing right now everything's you know in a more chaotic chaotic flow like we had the corona challenge now we're having this war god forbid and hopefully peace soon in ukraine and we never know what's going on and all the inflation that people suddenly forgot about for five minutes but it's still there and it's challenging it's challenging us all that it's standing living the ability to make more income has seemingly been a bit more of a challenge the less charity seemingly we want to have more charity to get abundance we have to live abundantly and that means to be abundantly kind we have to realize that we have to live with an abundance mindset not allow the situation to make us into a restricted level like be able to give to your family, give to your loved ones, be kind. Rav Orish always talks about in the Garden of Shalom, the Garden of Peace, to be able to constantly be kind to those close ones, the ones in your sort of influence, especially your wife, especially or your soulmate, especially either way around, to give kindly and generously, especially right now with Purim coming up. Yeah, it says when someone puts out their hand, Pashat Yad, no sin, no, give a gift to them. That's the idea that we're praying for Purim, that Shem's opening up the doors of Shefer of abundance. God, the Creator, Hamalech, as we call him in Megillah. Yeah, I was saying to my son, I was learning Kutyalachos yesterday, the Kutyalachos from Rabbi Nossin, the Talmud of Rabbi Nachman, Nachman we always like to mention his name in a breast of Shira over here. We remember, we have to remember that we're in breast of Israel. We're not just sitting in, in a nice studio in Jerusalem, but this is breast of Israel platforms. And we mentioned the holy Rabbi Nachman, Rabbi Nassan. Rabbi Nassan says over there, the idea of Hilkas Purim, the whole preparation, is to realize that we have Yedayim. We have to lift them up. We have to lift up our hands. Shemayim, to Eish Shemayim, this idea of Ches and Gavur, to bring up our hands to Hashem, lift up ourselves, to turn to Hashem, like Moshe Benu. He's Mem and, and the Hay, his Ma, Anachnu Ma, as Gedalia talks about all the time, the Fenster. And we have the Shin, who represents the, the idea of a human being, the epitome of a man, is lifting up, or a human being, it doesn't matter, man or woman, lifting up your hands to Hashem, to Shemayim bringing yourself to a more spiritual state. That's the idea of the Megillah. The Megillah wakes us up. The Megillah is there to Mo'ira Rachman. We're going to read Megillah Sester to wake us up. It's like a chauffeur, a Rosh Hashanah, just like you can't carry that wishes around him. So too, with the, with, and that's one of the reasons why we don't lay in the Megillah on Shabbos this year. It's not enough Gemina because it's Thursday, Friday, just like we have Rosh Chodesh Thursday, Friday. So the 14th and the 15th of Adar is the 
the Purim for generally is on the 14th, which is the first day in the Purim. So it's not Shabbos, but generally the concept of not carrying a Megillah on Shabbos is connected to not carrying the show from Rosh Hashanah because inside the Megillah is awakening. It brings us Zichron, as Rabbi Nachman says, brings us the idea of Yom Zichron, of remembrance, and gives us Seichel, understanding Moyach. It's better to have Mochin to understand what we're doing, to have clarity of mind. And that's one of the most important things. How can you make a battle if you don't have clarity? How can you conduct war successfully how can you resolve the war if you don't have clarity about who you are one of the things that's been inspirational the ukrainians obviously know who they are they're not russians so they're going to hold on to their land no matter what and that's clear that's become a clear reality and maybe there's some within who don't feel that way but the, the majority for sure so that in itself hopefully should clarify in everyone's minds that they remain a country and they shouldn't be dominated by any other country whoever they are so and that should be everyone should respect each other's boundaries and borders and just like we once learned every letter in the Torah has a boundary has a a mukaf gavil as it says in the halachas of Hilkas Tefillin and other parts of the halachas of Sophus the idea of mukaf gavil the surrounding cloth you can't put the ink from one letter to another it's it's breaking the boundaries it's not allowing the the healthy space between one human being and another human being i mean i don't know if you guys have been in Eretz Israel, but where there's a lot of people put together and not everyone's sensitive about each other's boundaries it's very important to, to respect people's boundaries you know we're all like in jerusalem they make a joke that you know like uh makes this joke not me i didn't make the joke and we make a joke about jerusalem but it's a holy place but the city can make a joke because it's important to make a joke a little bit but some of the buildings are being held up by all the signs they stick on the wall and there's so many layers of buildings and signs and you know we're in a situation a little bit of you know on top of each other as they say and that you know personally it's not easy for my wife to go up Cape Town a nice view of the sea and now she's in neutral I'm, ah! and the Afghanor and the noising and and all the, the loudness of living here thank God we have to thank Hashem we're living in the holiest city and people want to be here thank God and you're welcome now hopefully to come visit come visit the Holy Land make it a reality but what the point is that we don't want to have these wars we don't want to have these external wars but let's make the war that, that we're really doing yes and thank God I just got a good news from Meta from Facebook himself from Mark Zuckerberg's company that they've allowed the post to, to be promoted thank God which is great news yeah sometimes you ask for review and they have their review body mentioned it in the interview and hopefully they let the post go through because it wasn't anything political it was actually a prayer for peace that's all we mentioned I mean, there was no political I wasn't saying go Ukraine or go Russia or go anything I was just saying peace we should pray for peace our voice represents his names of Sholem is peace we are a, a nation of peace yeah I make Kulam Sadiqim but also a nation of Bashanim of people who have shame towards Hashem and kindness Rahmanim merciful we want peace on earth we want Sholem Yisrael we want peace in the world that is the prayer one of my favorite songs from Nissan Black I was okay to be part of the project it was of Avi um Delevanti, de, de Avi Delevanti, did a song called Peace in the World. Yeah, it's in French, but it doesn't make a difference. The poem was the rap of Nism and the energy of, and with all the Arab nations as well, that we can have peace with everybody. This is the ideal United Souls Unity Project. I want to remind everyone before we end off the class to go into the description below. Always put in a lot of beautiful links, links to partner with amunalive.com to do charity, the machitas of shekels on our Facebook page. You can go there, it's the top post. You can go be part of the campaign as we're leading up to Purim. Please go, we have underneath also links for my Substack. We're growing it. United Souls already in the eighth section already the eighth section and we're talking very much about this inner journey yeah and 
getting more connected to the soul level, which I think is the answer to a lot of the external conflict going on in the world. If we're more in touch with the soul, we'll get much more inner guidance, much more inner wisdom, much more inner truths. I'm talking about a lot this Shabbos, this idea that it's within, the, all the eights is all the advice. We don't have to constantly look outside for the solutions in the media and other things. We look within. There's so much jewels there. That's one of the beauty full aspects of saying his bonus and talking to Hashem Yisbarach and learning Torah and spiritual life that we should bring more into our daily life is the idea it starts to influence it from the inner reality we can now ex- experience a more uplifted outer reality and that can resolve a lot of things and bring us a more peaceful kind of life that we're praying for every day Hashem Azlom Yitain Hashem Yivarech it's a more Vashalom we're praying for peace on earth we want peace yes we don't want to be in these wars, wonderful people. We want to have peace. We're all so much, so much good things connecting us. Why are people killing each other? They all, they all have the same kind of needs. Let's not allow the big media and big politicians to, to bully us into wars. Let's, let's get out of this. Let's, let's seek, seek a path for peace. Seek a way we communicate. Because we all, we all need to you know, live, look after each other in this world. We're in a communal reality. And I'm not talking about some hippie, like, you know, so we have to be obviously we have to be real if there's issues we have to take care of it yeah right now it's difficult and we have to make sure we have a strong strong message to those who seemingly are evil enemies to our well-being and we have to make a strong message it's a war first there's the war before we can get to peace we see that by megillah this first tinus esther we're going to talk about that coming up there's a first the big day of war the jews are fasting and esther was fasting three days before to pull this whole experience to change the gazarias there was a war a spiritual war before we can get to the peace that was the idea that the first there was a Muhammad with Amalek, and we're going to have Pasha Zohar next week. The idea first is the war of Amalek before we can get to the Yehuda Maisor over Simcha, the Simcha, the joy, and the Sosan, and the and all the good things. We can't get to the good, the Suda's Yom Tov, the, the big meals and joyous days with the Gragas and everything. We can't get there until we first had the inner war. We've done the war that we need to get rid of the doubts and get rid of all these negative forces in the world. Sometimes it might have to be physically get do make a war. Like like, you know, like the, make sure we're taking care and protecting our borders and, and boundaries in our own homes and security and all this kind of stuff. It's all real. We're not naive. We're not hippies here. We're real. We're MS. We're truth. We're trying to be involved in the in the worlds of truth of Torah. Anyway, I think this is a long enough class. I wish you all a wonderful rest of the week. Remind you, there's all the wonderful links below. You can subscribe to my Substack. You can join my podcast relationship flow. We talked about beautiful things over there in relationship. My wife herself, Teeny Pop Six One Three, appeared there in the podcast. That's even more um, down to earth, more real than I would ever be. And thank God. We have a wonderful, wonderful classes from all our wonderful staff here of Rav Cohen, the Belayish, the Rav. We have his clips with Lionel God has been featuring here more. Thank God. And we have wonderful guests to come with your help. Let's get Amuna global. Let's make this world a place of truth and Amuna so that people are no longer needing to take from others. They have a good eye, as Ravdara said yesterday, a, a, a prayer of love and connection for all the people so that we hopefully are going to resolve all these inner conflicts and outer conflicts. There'll be peace on earth, peace in Ukraine, peace in the world, peace in the Holy Land, peace in the whole whole of humanity within and without and will be Zohar, please God, to Mashiach Sekenu, Bimhavi Amenu, Amen. Thank you for joining us. Share this class globally.